Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Uh, nah, you know. <laughs> All those things. <laughs> the range of emotions. <laughs> what if we just did the whole podcast that way? <laughs> and we've lost every listener at this point. <laughs> we pretend to cry like I'm <laughs> <laughs> so good. How does that make you feel? <laughs> well, yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> I know you again. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so mellow. <laughs> Glad we got that out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm being mellow to counteract the crazy fast-pacedness of this episode. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was relentless. Like... Boom, 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 nonstop. Like Seventh Heaven was trying to be like ER, dude. ER meets Grey's Anatomy meets Seventh Heaven. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was this was definitely a uncharacteristic episode. Yeah. That's not the way to say that. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Um Not the Uge. Not the Uge. And um I think it was cool. Yeah. It wasn't great, but like it was fun. I, but I appreciated what they were doing, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it was yeah, it was fun to watch because it was so like, you know, tonally and in every way different from a normal episode of the show. Yeah, um, yeah. it just showed me that they could have had potential. <laughs> well, if it was a medical drama, sure. <laughs> like, so this is episode eight ten, mm-hmm. titled "The One Thing." Ah. Uh. I kind of like that as a title for this episode. I I like that, like, that's the thing that it's about at the end. You know what I mean? Um, The Amazon Prime spoilie is Matt and Sarah start their medical internships. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Matt and Sarah, you guys. (laughs) So much fun. They're back. They're back. Finally. I know. Oh, my God. Jonesing for those two. Um, The DVD description is, as medical students, Matt and Sarah both start their hospital rotation on the same day. Later, Matt's boss forces him to question the decisions he's made. Ah. Ah. Matt's boss, by the way, played by, I don't know the actor's name, Butsakaris or something. Yeah. He plays, I saw him and I was like, oh my God, he looks so familiar. I feel like I just saw him and I did because I just completed my binge watch of Better Call Saul. Yeah. And he's a recurring featured actor on, I want to say the second or first season of that show. Maybe it's the third season. I don't know. I watched it all. It's all a blur um, of Better Call Saul as um, a lawyer at, he plays like a name partner at a different firm mm-hmm. that's trying to poach um, Rhea Seahorn's character, which the name of the character is escaping me now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was like, oh my God, I know him. <laughs> and then I did. And then I did. <laughs> and it's funny, like he was also in that Money Monster movie. I never saw it, mm-hmm. but you did, right? Did I watch it? I don't think I did. No. I thought you did. No, anyway. I don't think so. Not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So this episode, it's pretty much completely about Matt and Sarah. 
we touch back to Glen Oak and the Camdens like occasionally, periodically, but they're more of like a nuisance than anything Mm -hmm. else in the like very sort of fast paced hospital world that we're living in in this episode. Um, so we start with Matt and Sarah. It's like the night before they start their internships. Mm-hmm. Sarah's like going crazy trying to like organize her bags and figure out where everything is. And Matt's like studying. And then they like, you know, they go to sleep and they oversleep. Yeah. So it's like that rush in the morning of like, ah, oh, we gotta go. We're like running late. Like, ah, you yeah. know, like she, Sarah's like, I just need seven minutes, you know, <laughs> like all that shit. Like it's such a fucking um, Grey's Anatomy episode. I can't even tell you. And um, so then they get there and Matt has this like one of those like classic like black doctor medical doctor bags, you know, that um, his parents have gifted him. And so he's like excited to like use it and like take it to work and stuff. But he loses it on the subway. Yep. (laughs) Or whatever it's called. Yeah, like he forgets it on the subway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The stethoscope. Everything is in there. Everything's in there. Doesn't have a stethoscope. He's a fucking doctor without a stethoscope. That's hilarious. Um, and so anyway, so then they go and they start and it's pretty much like, you know, they're interns, right? So yeah. it's like total scut work, right? Like they have to do like, they keep saying H&P. I don't know what an H&P is. I don't know what that sounds for. History either. and something like a prep or something like that. I'm not sure. They basically, it's like rounds, right? Like they each yeah. get assigned like three patients. They have to finish up the paperwork. Basically, right? Yeah. yeah. So they have to like go and visit with the patients and like you know sort of it's it's like it's a round like any other round right Mm -hmm. like you just daily checkups on your patients or whatever Mm -hmm. right um and so they're they have to do three and so we meet a couple characters right so we meet this director this this man Mm -hmm. that i was talking about his name is i don't know who cares and um so we meet him we meet the um i think she's an attending she's not a resident yeah she's an attending who's in charge of them mm-hmm. right so they sort of like report to her directly yeah and it there and all the patients are her patients and so the interns are just like doing the rounds you know yeah for her if you want to call it that or whatever and she's and she's their go-to person like if they have a question or if something goes wrong or whatever she's supposed to be there because she's the attending and then we meet a couple of nurses one played by debbie mazar mazar who i know from friends and the beethoven movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what else (laughs) and then this other like She's not a nurse, but she seems like she's some sort of like administrative person because she's like in jeans and a sweater the whole time. Oh, yeah. But she but she's always around to like make a pithy comment. So like she's just like this completely unnecessary person who's just there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, do they have secretaries like this? But did you recognize her? She looked familiar. I didn't bother looking. So on Friends, she plays the hooker that monica hires thinking she's a stripper oh um for chandler's, chandler's quote-unquote bachelor party it's after they were already married but yeah. but he never got a bachelor party so like and she did so as like a like an i'm sorry like like to make it up to him hires her thinking she's a stripper but she's, she's actually a hooker mm-hmm. but more importantly on the office she she first makes her appearance as as somebody that Michael hires. So 
the long story short of it is like they're he's trying to do one of those like you know like big check presentations for like a charity yeah and it's like some medical thing so so he wants there to be like some like sort of medical professional there to like receive the check but they can't there no doctor's gonna come to the office park so so they hire quote unquote like a nurse but it's obviously she's like a stripper in like a sexy nurse outfit god (laughs) and it's her and then cut to in the last season for Dwight's bachelor party, um, Jim hires a stripper and it's her again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I remember. So as far as I know her, she's only ever played strippers and hookers and things. And then all of a sudden she's like some medical secretary person <laughs> who's just like making comments. <laughs> And then who else? Because there's a couple of like cameo type moments where I was like, oh my God, him and him and her. I wrote them all down. Um, Cami Hovey, Debbie, Mazar. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, so those are like sort of like the little characters we meet that we'll probably never see again or yeah. whatever. Um, and then you've got Matt and Sarah, obviously. And then the other interns in their rotation. Yeah. There's like maybe four or five other ones. Mm-hmm. And so immediately it's like kind of tense between Matt and Sarah. Like at the house the night before there was a little bit of like inequity in like how calm Matt is and how stressed out Sarah is. Yeah. And then they get to the hospital and they're both obviously running late. And so they have to make one of those like late entrance type things like I'm sorry kind of thing. And like Matt's phone won't stop fucking ringing because take out the fucking battery. (laughs) I swear to God won't stop ringing because the Camdens don't understand anything and they're so fucking annoying. Yeah. They keep calling him in the middle of the day. It's like, you know he's a doctor, right? Like, what are you doing? And Ruthie, I'm just going to let it keep ringing. Oh my God, bitch. Like, I can't believe it. And, to, I mean, like, Matt keeps answering. But he keeps answering because he, apparently there's no silencer function on his cell phone. Seriously. And he can't turn it off. So the only way to get it to stop ringing is to answer it. So then there's a lot of, like, I can't talk right now. Gotta go. <laughs> like, it's, like, really annoying. Lucy gets pissed at him for no reason for, like, for that, having to go. I'm sick and tired of them doing this to Lucy. I know. Making her a brat. Like, I'm just annoyed of this. I know. She gets she gets pissed and then that prompts Kevin to call <laughs> at like the most inopportune moment. It's great. Please, God, stop calling me. Matt, what the heck is wrong with you? I'm working. I'm at the hospital. Then why do you keep answering the phone? Because I can't turn it off. Why not? Because I can't. Shouldn't you be able to use a cell phone before you're allowed to work with patients? <laughs> Very funny. Nice talking to you. Not so fast. My wife, your sister, is in tears because of the way you talked to her earlier. It's Lucy. She's always in tears. I have to go. (laughs) I love it. I love that they just get that one dig in. Like, it's Lucy. Let it go. (laughs) Dude. I mean, that's true, though. And I get your point, like, on the meta level, like, why does Lucy always have to be that person? But I, lo- but I love that that's, like, the running gag of the show. I is know. that, like, Lucy's just an idiot? <laughs> She's always crying. <laughs> um, um, it's, okay, so, speaking of Lucy, when she walks in with Roxanne. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were over this. I know. I know. Why, why are they making she's this hold just on not over him she's not over him but uh, but he's with paris for all intents and purposes i still hope i mean yeah. i hope still um 
and yeah and she gives him one of those like longing looks but they don't really you're dwell here, on it you're they don't, on pizza night i know like he did that on purpose or some shit he might have uh, <laughs> right um but th- i love that they don't really dwell on it too much like it happens it's it's a passing moment he's there she gives him a longing look that he doesn't see and we're left to believe or think for at least a moment that like oh maybe she's still really into him which obviously like she's the idiot that broke up with him in the first place like obviously she's gonna be the one to like still harbor feelings or whatever you know especially because she's not seeing anyone right now like I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere though like I don't know if oh excuse me I don't know if Roxanne and Chandler are like end goal relationship you know what I mean yeah I know I I hear you I don't don't think so do you feel like that I ho- I mean, look, I hope not because I'm kind of over the story. Yeah. 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 That's all. I'm just over it. Well, because it's 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 also it's not like one of those like classic will they won't they type of things yeah. where where, you know, they really belong together and they're just two idiots that don't see it now or whatever. It's not that. Yeah. So like I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what's going to come of that, if anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing. In true Seventh Heaven fashion, maybe nothing will fucking come of it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so whatever. It's crazy. But so in terms of the relationship, right? The whole Matt and Sarah of it all, like she didn't even take his name. Oh her, God, yeah, on her coat. So that which explains why. Remember early on when we were looking through the IMDb's and everything, we yeah. mentioned how you know Sarah. We, we meet Sarah Glass in the next episode she's Sarah Glass Camden or Sarah Camden mm-hmm. Glass and she's Sarah Camden Glass for like five episodes but then her last three episodes she's back to just being Sarah Glass mm. this is why right yeah. like because professionally now she's just Sarah Glass okay I think I mean I hope there's no divorce bells but like I don't I mean, know I hope not but you know there is a I mean the fucking episode ends with her saying we need to talk like that's never a good thing like yeah you know like and and it's because like it's just I, it's, it's hard to talk about this episode like i don't know how to frame the conversation like basically it's a lot of matt like kicking ass mm-hmm. right and sort of like i don't want to say one-upping anybody but like but he's a little bit ahead of the curve than the other interns because of his experience working in labs and uh, yeah. in the hospital setting and stuff. So he you know he's got he has a familiarity. He's he's not like a deer in the headlights when it yeah. comes to like the procedures, like drawing blood and like mm-hmm. taking histories and checking, you know, you know, breathing and all that shit. Yeah. And he's comfortable in that world. So so he's so he has some opportunities to like shine, as it were. Yeah. Which unintentionally and maybe even unfairly like like steps on sarah a little bit you know yeah um they're both kind of competitive they are not both kind of they are competitive they are and i would say she's more so than he yeah um because i don't think he's like classically competitive i just think like he cares a lot about his job and so like so it shows because like, cause he goes above and beyond and yeah. all those things, you know, and besides that he already did fuck up. He doesn't have a stethoscope, right? So he's, <laughs> he's just, he's, exactly. he's going to try to get into his, like get on his good graces basically. Exactly. And, but you know, kind of comes off as a brown noser, but a yeah. little, yeah. And like, you know, Sarah kind of calls him on it or whatever. Um, basically like a series of patient 
dramas happen right like it starts with you know the guy like sarah's trying to draw blood from some guy failing at it Mm -hmm. matt steps in does it like no like no like no one's business no shit he's does this for a living part-time or whatever um and then he gets some like applause for that or whatever and then um and then this woman comes in having had a fall right yeah or something she fainted or she something. fainted right yeah. like whatever she's unconscious and like her best friend come like brings her in these are older women elderly yeah. women whatever and th- because the patient is unconscious they can't get a history they don't know what to do or what mm-hmm. they can't do and blah, blah 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 and so matt is charged with getting some information out of this friend person but this friend person is like just worried about her friend and like yeah. you know is like a little bit daughtering you know yeah but mainly she's just like can i fucking see my friend please yeah and then the and then the you know the main doctor comes out and he's like your job is to get the history and blah, blah, blah. And she's like and she's like i have power of attorney and yeah. the, it's like it's all just like drama it's like it's like total fucking classic Grey's anatomy yeah. er episode basically like you know how it is it's like uh like competing priorities and like every 10 seconds a new person comes through the doors of the er and it's yeah. like all hands on deck and like what are you gonna do about it and like and then there's these like moments of like close-ups on matt's face like am i making the right decision decisions like what am i doing here do i belong here like shit like that you know and then long story short the kicker is that old lady the one who brought her friend in ends up crashing yeah because she's a diabetic she's diabetic um matt lets sarah shine in that moment because um well not lets her but what ends up happening is she she crashes so they put her on a bed and they're like trying to like revive her and nothing's working Mm -hmm. but then matt's like oh yeah she's diabetic so sarah's like oh glucosamine you know whatever the fuck drip iv Mm -hmm. so they push that she immediately wakes up and they're like oh sarah nailed it cool that's your patient now whatever yeah and Sarah's like okay like she's your patient though like you're the one that knows her and Matt's like no no it's yours like you did it it's yours like that kind of shit you know like that whole like like that like professional courtesy shit that like is a little out of place when you're married to the person Mm -hmm. you know and only like serves to highlight sort of that awkward tension that's between them now in this professional setting Uh plus the fact that she hasn't taken his name so like no one at work knows that they're married and she lies well oh yeah because the doctor asks yeah you guys look like you guys are very close yeah you guys together no bitch you're married well okay the doctor asks um are you guys like dating or something like like specific something something specific and so sarah's like no and yeah, and then that's but, it. I know, totally like lie of omission. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but 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 it it allows her to lie because the question isn't like, are you guys together? It's like it's like, you know, does he have a girlfriend or something yeah. like that? And it's like, no, he doesn't have a girlfriend. You know, yeah. like something like that. Um, and and because then the doctor is like, oh, he's cute. You know, whatever. I mean, it, it's crazy because I was thinking about that. Okay, you're married. Do you do you lie about it? Like when you're both starting out at the same place? You get what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I I don't know if that would be like death to your career. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I don't know what that shit is like. I think from Sarah's perspective, it's just a matter of like I don't want 
I want to be a professional person in the professional setting. Yeah. And I don't need any baggage or any clouds hanging over my head. Like, I just want to be who I am at the hospital as a doctor. And that is Sarah Glass. And like, I don't want to be Matt's wife. I don't want to be Mrs. Camden. Like, you know what I mean? Like all that shit. Like she just wants to be a doctor in her own right and have her own wins and her own whatever. I mean, as she should. Exactly. And like, and I don't begrudge her that at all. Yeah. I just, I think though it says something about their relationship that that's how she feels, that she feels like, like she doesn't want to be Sarah Camden as a doctor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that says something about their relationship, not so much about like her necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. The the tricky thing too is like, again, uh, in the meta sense, like the tricky thing is, is like, you know, these are all great questions and things to explore. Yeah. If, if you have the time and the space to explore them, but these characters are not main characters, you're probably not going to see them again for a long time. So like, it's sort of kind of like, why do why do we have to go down this road with these characters if we're not going to be able to like live in that world and explore that yeah. and like and like you know like stretch it out and like really get into the shit with them like why go there you know why just cuz like it seems like silliness I you know, know what i mean i know i don't know and or or more and more than that it's it's just unfortunate really because because there's there's something there yeah. like there's definitely a story there that that deserves to be told and it's unfortunate that that I don't think the show is going to be able to tell it. I know, at least not properly. And I was having fun with the show. I was I barely have any notes because I was same. I was just watching same. And I was like, damn, this show hasn't been able to do that to me. Yeah. Where I just sit and I watch. It was like gripping in a way. Yeah. Like the pacing was great. The pacing. That's everything, what it is. Everything about it was like really like, you know, like, like fascinating, you know? Again, it's not an episode that says anything like there's nothing to go from here. Yeah. It's just an episode. But it was a fun. It was worth watching. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was like worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Um. There's that whole thing with the porn. She's a porn star, right? Oh Penny yeah, perfect. dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's always trying to find uh, the, the hot newbies. new rookies yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is also like a weird thing. Like, like because that Do you doctor lady get sick all the time. Like, just to go to the hospital, like, hey, who's a cutie here? Well, not that. What I mean is, like, it's weird that the that this doctor, who's Matt's boss, is like. Oh yeah, go check out that patient because because like like what is that? Do like, you guys have you your doing? own for- like? <laughs> do they have their own form of like hazing? I, I don't <laughs> like but, like these are doctors in a fucking hospital. Like like what are we playing games? <laughs> like it's so weird. Apparently, they need to get entertained while people are sick and dying. Uh, that's yeah. a terrible joke, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I mean, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just looking through my notes because I'm trying to like like you know latch on to like moments um i think the most emotional kicker of like moments are towards the end anyway well right so so that's what i was gonna say so old lady the the, the diabetic yeah she has a dog up, named spencer right, spence or even spence. cuter it's yeah. spence oh my god i loved that um she ends up crashing and dying yeah and they does. can't save her and poor matt like comes running and he's like doing you know the cpr things and they defibrillate a million times and they, they eventually they have to call it and he's like still pumping away at her chest and it's like 
Like, cause that's like, imagine it's your first day. Yeah. You're already a little shaky because you got yelled at by your boss, mm-hmm. you know, about your commitment or whatever. And then your fucking patient dies and it's like, yep. Holy shit. And it becomes, I think like real for yeah. him. Like, like really real and he has that moment at the end right with when he's talking to sarah he's like he's like i decided what i was gonna do for the rest of my life as a 19 year old yeah like what have i done like did i do the right thing like he's coming to terms with the reality well, of his life, life and right death. now well life and death but like his own life right now yeah. like this is the life he's chosen and this is what it's gonna be like every fucking day like mm-hmm. non-stop hardcore people are gonna die like yeah like and and this is what i love too is like at the end they, they do leave it very open-ended yeah like you know he has that moment like he pulls the stethoscope sarah went and got his bag somebody had turned in his, his medical bag to the yeah. lost and found and she went down to the station and got it for him. Yeah. So he's alone in the, in the apartment cause Sarah's taken the dog because they've adopted Spence. I uh. love it. Sarah's walking the dog. He's alone in the apartment. He reaches for a stethoscope from the medical bag and he like, you know, like listens to his own heart, which like the symbolism of that is like, I mean, it couldn't be more basic, but, yeah. but like it's cute. He like listens to his own heart, but you don't really read anything on his face. No. He just he just listens to it and then he takes off the stethoscope and like fade to black, you know? Yeah. Like so I like that. I like that open-endedness of like where do you go from here, Matt? Mm-hmm. Like where does this leave you? You know? I don't know. But it was it was a fun episode with the nurses and everything. I really enjoyed. Yeah, it was it, it was a total just change of pace yeah. completely. Like what was it like? Uh, the doctors, how many hours did they do? Like ten or eleven, they, and the nurses do the, twelve. The interns do eleven. The nurses do twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel like there was a lot of dig uh, against the nurses with the uh, with that doctor. Well, you get the sense that De- like that Debbie Mazar's character yeah. has like slept with Doctor Know It All, and yeah. and it didn't end well, and so she's got a chip on her shoulder about that. Well, she has a chip on her shoulder, but I but him just saying like, "Are you a nurse? No, let them hold the hand. You have this and this to do." Like, oh, that's I see what, what you're saying. saying. Yeah, with yeah, him, yeah. he was just. Uh, but I mean, I guess Matt needed that kind of wake up call. Well. I, I, he he was very brash I, and well but i see see i think because the moments that we got to see matt shine is the moments when he was able to like talk to the patients when yeah. it wasn't like craziness like crash carts whatever like 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 when he was with the kid you know and he got he, he just got to like relate or with that old lady like he just got to like relate for a minute mm-hmm. you know and he sat with her and listened to her talk about her dog or whatever you know I, I got the sense that he realized that like, or I don't know if he realized it, but like I got the sense that like all of those scenes were to illustrate to us, the audience, that Matt, like Matt's strength mm-hmm. is patient care. Yeah. As opposed to like the high pressure yeah. situation. Yeah. Or situations. And, um, and so I don't know. And then and then that whole like blow up he has with that doctor guy, like I like I don't know if he's gonna take all those inputs in and come to the conclusion that like maybe he just wants to be like a like a counselor or some you know, like not like a 
I don't know. Surgeon or whatever, you know, he's, oh no, he wants to be a gyno, right? Yeah. That's what he wanted to go into. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. And and the, again, I come back to like, who, like, are we going to find out? Probably not. Cause it's the fucking seventh heaven show. And like, it's not the Matt and Sarah show. And yeah. it's like, what a fucking bummer, you know? Like, and you said what, like we see Sarah three more times. I made that up, but it's not very many. Okay. I, maybe like a handful more times at this point. God, I hope. Um, I know we're going to see more of Matt. Okay. Cause I think because I think he becomes a series regular again um, in season nine. Don't right. quote me on that. Um, you just kind of made me happy. Yeah. But um, Seventh Heaven, I don't know how long that will last. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, but all, all of which is to say that like, it's just like, okay, so this was a really great episode and you left me with so many questions that I want answered, but am I going to get answers? answers? Yeah. Like, is it worth me even thinking about that? Because like, who cares? I don't I know. know. It's, it's, it's sad. It makes me sound. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else that really happens in this episode? Not really. It's just like you're seeing the day in life of Matt and Sarah yeah. and what, what's going on in their world. There's that moment when, um, you know, like the shift is over or whatever. So all the other interns are leaving and yeah, Sarah's like, go oh, I'm going to go out with this, with the other dudes, whatever. Like, you need to come. Like, you know, be you're with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Matt's like, no, I got to got to look in on this and that whatever and and it, and uh, again another moment of like tension between the two of them sarah's like sarah's like okay you don't need to fucking be a superman dude like yeah like you did your job and you like and you like you know like what are you trying to prove to who you know and he's like no just go <laughs> or whatever i don't even know but I don't know. And then, yeah. And then it ends with like, we need to talk. And he's like, he's like, I just want to be alone right now. And she's like, okay, but we do need to talk about this. Yeah. And I don't know if she means this, like the dog <laughs> or like this, like our relationship. I think they need to talk about the day. I they think do. so too. Yeah. Uh, probably also like the fact that he lost a patient and all that yeah, shit. They, they need to talk that out and see how they're going to handle themselves. That, this life. Yeah. Yeah. This li- yeah. They yeah, because they're so young and for and they're still like newlyweds, basically, you know, yeah. and they're going through like the highest pressure situation Wait, of their life old, right now. How old was he when he got was he 22 when he got married? I want to say yes. Right. Because I mean, he finished yes. school yes. out here and then he was yes. well, wherever out. here. Yeah, is. he was either 21 <laughs> or 22 when he met her and then they got married. I think she's the same age. Yeah, And they moved yeah. back east. <laughs> <laughs> back east yeah (laughs) back where they came from (laughs) um yeah okay so So, yeah i don't know what does that make them now if it's their first year like how they're 22 23 still well yeah they got married like near the end of last season didn't they wasn't the finale wasn't that lucy getting married oh my god did they get married in season six Uh uh-huh holy shit yeah so they're like 24? Yeah. 23, 24? Yeah, something like that. Wow. All yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, they're young. They're you know? babies. They're, they, I mean, they're not babies, but they're young. You know, like like in life years, they're young. 24, I was a fucking child. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like in terms of life, yeah. they're young, you know? And now they have all this like... And they're dealing with the highest pressure 
situations of their lives right now professionally and the stakes are that much higher because they're married and they're trying to make it on their own out there and all that stuff you know and I'm I'm wondering now as I'm saying it out loud like all those incessant Camden calls that are just like annoying and whatever and then the last one that Annie calls him and you know she's like she's like I just wanted to say goodnight thanks and she just like hangs up like there's no like bullshit like she's just like okay goodnight I love you and bye you know like I'm wondering if all of that was to serve the purpose of like highlighting to him how like insulated and like without a safety net he is out there. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's like across the country from his family and everybody that like loves and cares about him. Obviously Sarah excluded from that, but like, you know, so like that only heightens it even more, you know, because like, because there's nothing to pull him away from this life. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like his own wife, partner life, yeah, partner life, life partner is going through the same shit. So there's yeah. really no like escape or, you know, not escape. You know what I mean? Like there's no respite from true that. Is it, is it respite or respite? That's another one. I never say out loud. I only ever read or write it. <laughs> Whatever. I'll look it up later. Or you can tweet at me. It's fine. <laughs> um, um, you know, like, so I'm wondering if that's what that was about from again, from on the, from a writing perspective, not from a story perspective, from, from the story, they're annoying. But on the meta level, like, is it like, don't forget, there's the Camdens out there and they and they represent like security and love and, mm. you know, happiness that you don't really have here because here it's like crazy high pressure, nonstop, go, go, go. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. <laughs> Aren't we always with Grasping this show? at straws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Any other observations or thoughts? No one should have that number. What number? Matt's cell phone number. Oh. <laughs> she, yeah, but Sarah's funny. She's like, they you know, they, they hold up the line. They won't stop calling. I'm tired of taking your messages. I'm like, girl, I would have done the exact same thing. But, and again, another moment of tension. Cause she's like, cause he's like, he's like, you know, I got this cell phone for work only. And she's yeah. like, she's like, I didn't. And then he's like, you knew. Yeah. Cut to like the next scene. Like it, like, like that scene ends on like, you knew, Yeah, you know? And it's like, and she did though. I bet, I'm you know, sure. I'm sure she knew exactly sure. what she was doing when she gave that number to them. You know, I don't know. It's interesting. It's it's kind of like I think the show is a little unfair to Sarah in this moment because we love Sarah just as much as we love Matt. Exactly. And it's not fair for the audience for even a moment to think that Sarah might be like like out to get Matt in any way. Yeah. Or not even out to get him but like you know is like not 100% in exactly you know, like with the whole name thing and the whole cell phone thing or whatever it's not fair to sarah for the show to do that mm-hmm. because we love sarah yep. you know so that's a little unfortunate too i think but i mean we'll see i don't know or or we won't and then that'll be that <laughs> i guess i don't know that's the other thing is it's like i hate to have to say that like what a stupid show this is that i'm like <laughs> or we won't i guess <laughs> like, yeah i'm like fucking a the fact <laughs> like, that it's an option yeah like it's so stupid <laughs> i mean i don't know we might not see them again um <laughs> might as well throw in the towel 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's cool. We did it. Shortest episode ever. I know. Let's rate it. Uh, I did, uh, two thumbs up. It was fun. Yeah, me too. It was fun. I got to give it two thumbs up too. I wasn't, I wasn't annoyed or rolling mad. Well, I could have actually probably, at Lu- I did at Lucy. Let's not lie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but it's almost like that was what's supposed to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, I'll allow it. <laughs> storming off and whipping her hair. Oh, come on. The way she like throws the paper and like misses the basket and like oh. doesn't even care because she's so upset. Like... <laughs> You almost wanted uh, that made me want to kick a chair, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna give it two thumbs up too. It was good. It was a nice one. Brenda Hampton, two points. Did she write this one? I don't know who wrote it, but whatever. Seventh Heaven, you get a you know one point. Yeah, that's a that's a check in your column for yeah. And T (laughs) has over a (laughs) hundred in the other column. Oh, man. All right. So, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So many places. So many places to get podcasts, you guys. Just like, you know what you should do is, like, subscribe on all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Just download all of the podcast apps and just subscribe to For Heaven's Sake on all of them. That would really be awesome. We'd all be best friends. Also, you know what else you should do? Tell a friend. Just like grab that best friend of yours. Go, hey, hey, you over here. I got something to tell you. Psst. Psst. <laughs> There's this awesome podcast called For Heaven's Sake, colon, a seventh heaven podcast. You can find them on social media at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send them an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com or follow them on patreon.com slash For Heaven's Sake Pod and become a heaven head and get two bonus episodes a month of us doing live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. Tell them all that. T- tell your friend all of that and then go and also subscribe on all the podcast places. <laughs> breathe, Lady J, breathe. <laughs> I was breathing. Did it sound like I wasn't? No, you were, but like, you know, it was just like straight, <laughs> straight shooter, man. Tell them all, that. And, all then, that. and then, and then, and then leave a comment on iTunes and we'll read it on this very show. Ah, how fun. <laughs> 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 so do all those things. And until next time. Bye. Bye.